Hey everyone, it's Drew here. You may be wondering, why is the podcast late? Well, Josh had a family emergency over the weekend, and we had to postpone the release of episode 6. But fear not, because we are back, and we have a fun one for you today with our very first guest. Enjoy! Episode six. Episode six. Re- Revenge of the sixth. I, I was. I, I wanted a third sixth. Oh, sorry. So we could do the holy or the unholy trinity of oh, episode titles. Okay. So episode six. six. Episode six. No, uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what you're trying to do. <laughs> you, okay, you know what I'm trying to do. I think so. Okay, cool. Episode six, six, six. Yeah, man. Dude, there is a song by this band called In Flames that I really like called Episode Six, 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 and it is so good. All right. So speaking of good. And 666, let's introduce our, yeah, our first guest. Our first in-studio guest. Hello. Is, uh, he, he comes from a long line of Drews. That's right. Famous for song reviews. Oh. Mm. If you, you may recognize like him from episode five. Him, hey. you like Jews, it's Drew. <laughs> Yo. What's up? Drew, I'm going to let you take a sip and uh, let's uh, let's introduce Thank you, you yeah. to the crowd. Because I think, I, think, I think we're going to be seeing... Plenty of Drew. Hearing. Hearing we're plenty not gonna of Drew. We're not going to be Drew. seeing any of them until we hit the 1,000 subscribers, and then we'll start doing video. 1,000 monthly? Did I say monthly? Or listeners an episode? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to... You know what? I'm going to say When monthly. the number 1,000 comes somewhere in our view, an yeah. episode, we will get cameras in here, and you're going to see how unimpressive this actually looks. Yeah. <laughs> I think it looks yeah. pretty cool. We got cool lights. You got a locker. Here, here, hit the locker so they could hear it. Yeah, that's a locker. All right, that's a locker. All right, I could hear it. So, so yeah, I think, I think, I think you guys will will definitely get to know Drew because he he's 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 one of my best friends, and uh, and uh, the feeling is mutual, and I like including him in things. The feeling is mutual. (laughs) So, so let's get a little introduction. Who is Drew? Yeah, that's all you need to know. Sorry. That's it right there. Sorry, go ahead. We forgot <laughs> to put that in. So go ahead. Yeah, I'm a drummer. Um, I live here in Nashville. I met Drew a long time ago. Um, let me think about this. 15 years ago. 15 years? Has it really been 15, 15 years? 15 years. Uh, just about. Almost. Yeah. It'll be 15 years in like a few months. It, it almost makes me mad how fast time time goes, you know? Dude. That's like mind-blowing. I know. It's been 15 years now. What else? So what else? What else about you? What What have you been doing? What do you do for? Yeah. So what do you do? You a, You drum? Yes, I'm playing drums for a super talented pop artist right now, and uh, I'm working at a tech startup in downtown Nashville. Nice. That's okay. all the details I wanna I wanna give. Cool. That's, that's that that right. was implied. We don't need to elaborate. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> that's cool. What else is there? Have you been on the road, Andy? Yeah. Your um, road dog, road dogging it. Yeah, I've been raw dogging it. Yeah, that too. Um, I've been on the road on and off since 2011 um, in metal bands, rock bands, now doing this pop thing. Um, I was most recently in California playing at the House of Blues for the first time, which was super dope. Uh, yeah, it was cool. But uh, 
I don't really have too much more to say about myself, to be honest. So here, here's a funny story. Uh, we were all here in this room together doing other things. We were not doing any podcasting or anything. And Josh said something, and then I thought he was being so stupid <laughs> that I jumped in to correct him. And then I got horrendously schooled <laughs> that my version of the idiom was completely wrong. Yes. And uh, mm-hmm. Josh was like, yeah, for all intents and purposes, I was like, uh, don't you mean all intensive purposes? And then everyone proceeded to laugh at me and make fun of me because, well, I just don't know idioms as well as I thought I did. Yeah. 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 And that and that grinds my gears. Here are some examples of uh, how Drew misuses some popular idioms. First of which is flick you off. Now, this is controversial. Yeah. Because he thinks this is real because people say it. Mm. But a lot of people are wrong. I'd say most people on everything are wrong. There are I mean, more wrong people than there are right people. You flick them off. You just flick the finger up and you give them middle finger. I mean, that makes sense. Doesn't that make sense? No. Versus flipping someone off. How is this flipping yeah, someone well, because off? It no, comes because from flipping because, the bird. Yeah, that's the saying. Is, flip the bird, is flipping dude. off. That's it. I, I, think, I feel like both exist. Checkmate. One I think for that one. one. I think for that one. No. No. Jesus. All right. No, no, that's you were you were close to the mic there. It was good. I think for that one, I think that goes both ways because flipping a bird, I, I just doesn't even make sense. But like flicking someone off, you flick that finger up, and it's just like it's there. No, you flip nope. it. Yeah, you flip it. Yeah, because you yeah. go like this. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> viewers at home can't see what I'm doing right now. Yeah, yeah. If you could, if, if, <laughs> if you could practice raising uh. your middle finger, or if you're in the UK, raising your index and your middle finger. That's, that's what they do in the UK. Yeah. No kidding. Both fingers? Oh, yeah. Don't do that. You son of a I'm bitch. I'm doing it right now. Okay. What you going to so do? So how about... Well, don't do it like that. Up <laughs> and down violently. That's mm. something else. Sorry. That's flicking someone off. Um, the old bump and grind. The old oh, bump and grind. God. I used that- to love that. I can't even count how many times on Facebook, back when we were like more active Facebook users, you- <laughs> Drew would be like, oh, back to the old bump and grind. You typed that out? He Multiple didn't times. type that. No, he didn't. Did I Multiple type that times. out? You wow, that's really mm. embarrassing. Yeah. I don't remember that, but I don't doubt it because, because again, like to me, like that's that's the vernacular that I'm aware of. No, no Dude, one's ever said that. Grind. No. Isn't that an R. Kelly song? Who yeah. sings that song? Oh, how about R. Kelly? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. yeah. I mean, more, the more I think about it, Bad. the more I think about it, I certainly, uh, I, I certainly now think that it definitely is more of a it has a sexual connotation to it probably bump and grind speaking of the next yeah. just like just like the next yeah. one nip it in the butt yeah mm, so that is a chest to posterior action <laughs> where you forcibly rub your nipple on someone's ass mm. that's, yes that's nip it in the butt that's that's what i used that's yeah. nip it in the that butt. one i know is just like totally wrong that is a horticulture <laughs> agricultural reference uh, yeah you screwed that one up pretty bad yeah and finally the coup de gras, which he mentioned earlier, all intensive purposes. Yes. I don't understand how a purpose can be intensive. <laughs> how do you think that, or were you just not thinking? Uh, I, I, I've just never looked into it. I've never thought to look it up or really write it. It's just, I've heard it, you know, and then wrong. Just, I heard it wrong. Yes. And yes. then I yes. just monkey, monkey say, monkey do, or 
How does that? Monk- <laughs> that was fake. Mon- that was forced. No, actually, that wasn't. Monkey see, monkey do. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't do. I didn't see. I heard and then said. So I was trying to kind of make that work. <sighs> yeah, that's, but yeah, I know. See, this is very frustrating with. Him. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess I need to stop using idioms. I guess, or maybe you could learn them correctly and then recite them. Then, yeah, you that's true. Idiom. But, you know, but at least, at least I am in the correct boat when when people say like oh i could care less no i don't say that okay good i don't say that i hate that that drives me crazy i could care less like that means "Ah, you care i could care a little less yeah exactly yeah i I could care less about you guys if i didn't care you know yeah you could like there's room to care less yeah that's what it says yeah exactly yeah very so I, i i make sure that i say that correctly all these other ones are a little more a little more advanced, so... I hate hipsters. Can we talk about that? Yeah, yeah. Why? Oh, God. What do hipsters do that upset you? <sighs> Drew? They... In my opinion... Well, hold on. No, wait, wait. Now, before you say that, what defines a hipster to you? Let's let's define them in your eyes. Um, a hipster... I would define a hipster as someone who uh, is not interesting, who embraces ugly things and weird things to appear interesting so a non-genuine person whose specific interests are bullshit <laughs> you're <laughs> here's being, an example you're i'll give being you an example really broad so at my work there's this community chat room for music and it was like oh yes. the music room and people would always post songs and they would post the worst hipster garbage i've ever fucking heard but it would just be like you know like just like some dweeb with a guitar and an ironic mustache that curls upwards and it would be some stupid guy whose music sucked and people would be like oh man it's just it's it's a joe monday kind of morning man this music speaks to me they didn't say that they would absolutely say say stuff like that yeah like i'm saying joe monday as if that's like his you know artist name or that, whatever that's a thing joe monday no did, i'm just did, making did that, up. that up that's definitely going to be a band if it's not already um uh, it's joe yeah monday. and like and me and my friends at work like my friends at work that are actual musicians would talk about it and we'd be like dude this is the worst chat room ever like like we don't even think that the people posting this actually like it they just <laughs> post it because they look it makes them look like dude you just don't get it man you just don't get it it's just art dude it's fucking trash. Dead. It's awful. And I don't know. Hipsters make good coffee. No, they don't. Yeah, they, they make do. overpriced coffee. And that doesn't mm, mean that's it's, a good point. That doesn't mean it's not good. There are plenty of overpriced things that are still good. That's that's fair, but they don't make anything special. Okay, so Fuck music them. aside, excuse me, sorry. Music aside, what what else do you hate about hipsters? Or is it just the music? Um, the music is the the main 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 thing i i'm gonna i'm gonna read off some hipster traits okay beard oil mustache wax do you hate um yes absurd (laughs) alternative lifestyles you hate i'm not sure walkman and dated technology do you hate that's a hipster thing yes i hate it because I interpret it as, like, there's nothing wrong with having a Walkman, but 
when you do it so that other people can see like it it becomes yeah. like just like a public display of yeah, yeah. your quirkiness and oh, your lack of quirkiness that, you know I like I mean? that one how like, about ironic graffiti that's not gang related oh that annoys the fuck out of me i don't feel like the, i don't feel like hipsters are that bad as long as they don't like if they start doing things that physically or have some sort of negative impact on me then yeah i'll be annoyed but yeah you're gonna make good coffee and study for 12 years on how to make one cup of coffee fine you wasted your life to the benefit of my cup of coffee i'll pay five bucks yeah but i don't like having to interact with them is also hard you know why why do you have to interact with them well like if i go to a hip like one time see i'm Uh, scarred i have ptsd with dealing with hipsters that's what it is (laughs) you know but like i remember i went into this stupid dweeby hipster coffee shop right before my interview at starbucks like years okay. ago and uh i needed to get caffeinated so i went in there get caffeinated bro and i walked in and i got my coffee and i asked the dude at the front i was like hey man uh what's the wi-fi password and he rolled his eyes he looked at me rolled his eyes and then just pointed at this sign that had like okay. the wi-fi password and i was so mad i was like this fucking skinny dweeby stupid hipster motherfucker. why why because it was just rude yeah that's just rude it was just rude no it's rude and it's like dude like i i don't treat strangers that way i don't treat anybody that way and it's just like you know it it was just it passive aggression like makes me more mad than anything this is a very snowflake mentality what do you mean to people getting worked up over someone that really has no impact on you whatsoever it's a problem see that's that's the snowflake thing you're yeah that's what snowflakes are you calling him a snowflake yes okay no yeah you are snowflakes are yes they are no no no. snowflakes are you are are you are a selective you're you are sorry you're you are not a snowflake you are snowflaking (laughs) that means that you're getting worked up over a group of people you're melting (laughs) over a group of people that really have no bearing on you but you seek to destroy them or hate on them for some reason even though they're just living their lives just fine um you're snowflaking it's okay I don't want to dis- I don't want to destroy them. I just don't want them to be alive. <laughs> For those listening, <laughs> rewind the tape. Yeah, so I feel like this is a type of snowflaking. I don't I completely disagree. I just think snowflakes are people who think that they're special. No, that's, no, no. Yeah, because that's where it comes from. Like they say like every snowflake is unique. So are hipsters like, snowflakes? Um, can they be? Is, I don't are know. they are they inclusive? I don't know because all hipsters look the fucking same. So they're not like they can't think that they're snowflakes like dude, your beard looks like the next guy's beard and your stupid leg tattoo looks like the next guy's leg tattoo. You know, so, I, I think for me the, one of the biggest causes of like distress and anger is going to happen on the road. I am Oh, really? I have, I have so much road rage. Really? Yeah, I really do. Oh, I don't have road rage at all. Neither do I. Mostly because I think I'm causing most of the rage in other people, <laughs> but I don't really care. I really don't care. There's one stretch of road where I refuse to drive more than three miles over the speed limit. And I'm on the far right lane. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to bother anyone that's trying to go around me, but people lose their damn minds because I've been pulled over in this one stretch of interstate. Mm. I'm not going over the speed limit by too much. And it drives people absolutely insane. Well, yeah, but that, that that's what I'm talking about. See, but you're being courteous yes. to the drivers around you. Yeah. Right? So 
you know, when I went to Germany with my dad, yeah. I was blown away by the etiquette on the road there. By how good it was or how bad it was? How good it is. Okay. Because when you get behind someone and you're coming up faster than they're going, they see you, they get out of the way. And does Autobahn? They change lanes, they let you go by. Yeah. Now, obviously, like, yeah, this is an Autobahn. This yep. is a lot of times when their speed is unrestricted. But, but just like people here, I mean, you know, Florida, Tennessee, both places I've lived. It's an American thing. It's an American thing. Absolutely. It's just like, this is my lane. This is how fast I'm going. You can go around me. And like, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. Like, I'm well, pretty sure that we we have a, you know, no passing on the right. Yeah. I'm sure that's somewhere in like the road rules, but just like, no one follows it. Yeah. I, I just don't feel like people here care about their fellow man. I'm being, I'm being completely honest. There is a clear lack of insight and togetherness because the u.s is so spread out inherently yeah. people care less about other people there's there, there are mm. too many yeah, people but spread t- out spread out is fine but i don't think tennessee drivers are upset about california drivers no 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 no. i'm saying that they're not inconvenienced by the number of people that are around them because there's so much space they're used to doing whatever they want without having to think about other people in cities like when i went to japan there's so many people on top of each other. They were the nicest to everyone. Mm-hmm. You would think that being on top of you would make like people upset or anxious or whatever. New York is not crowded. New York, there's plenty of space. Yeah. I feel. Tokyo is insanely crowded and everyone is super courteous. Mm-hmm. It was bizarre. I feel like having all the space we have now and having giant houses where you don't have to see half of your family having all this space makes people forget that other people exist and that sometimes you need to make concessions. Yeah, but uh, in China, I mean, China's huge and there's over a billion people there, but it's it's considered like conventional wisdom that mainland Chinese people have no common courtesy. This and, is very true. And when I lived in LA, I lived in Chinatown and there were plenty of native Chinese people there and they... They didn't give a fuck. Like, yeah. like you'd be on the bus and they would just knock you out of the way if you were in the way. Like, that is a very Chinese thing, though. So, so the well, Chinese tourists made my European trip terrible. Yeah. You could leave this in the podcast. <laughs> well, I had these specific groups of tourists that would ruin every museum they would they would touch super old statues mm. they'd have their little talking groups with their little flag and then they're just yelling for some reason in mandarin or cantonese i can't tell the difference but it was they weren't thinking about those so i totally get that yeah i think it's cultural i, don't think I definitely do think it's cultural um I'm, I'm saying one of the reasons it's more of an issue here in america is because you can live most of your life and not really have to be in a congested area there are people in this country who have never been to a big city they're used to just getting on their two-lane road and going and no one's around them so Mm. that's probably an american thing but in japan everyone was super nice super courteous and really genuine genuine courtesy not this fake bs southern niceness Mm -hmm. kindness crap no these these people really i feel like they cared and it was and it was really nice to see yeah but it's just like i don't know but because i mean You've driven with me. You've driven with me. You know that I like I don't drive like an absolute maniac, right? No, no, no. So, but just like th- things that like drive me crazy is like getting on a highway, and you know the person in front of you doesn't accelerate. 
Like they wait until like they're actually on the interstate to then hit the gas pedal to get up to 70, which is where all the other traffic is. What? They wait till they're on the interstate? I mean, pretty much. As no. far as I'm concerned. Like no, they no, just the take, ramp is a slingshot. They just take their sweet time getting up to speed of traffic and I'm stuck behind them. Like I see, you know, I see like big rigs coming down the road and like, you know, the, the merge lane is coming up closer and then people just like, don't go. And then it's like, I just get so mad. I'm like, step on the gas, go. What's the worst incident? Have you ever done anything about it? Hold no, that, I that, hold that thought, hold that thought. It's time for our first ad. All right, let's talk about incidents of road rage. Have you ever acted acted on just pure road rage? No, never. Never acted on it? No. Like, no, I never, I never do anything. I just, no? I, I just scream. Oh, you scream? In I'm, the car. I, I, I don't do that at all. Yeah, I do that. I don't do that. I, go ahead. I have a I really had, funny story. I had, I have one. Um, and it was a very passive aggressive road rage thing. I was driving home from florida state back to south florida so this was i don't know i was probably like 21 and my whole thing was like if i'm in the fast lane i'll do 10 over at the most and it was a two-lane highway and i was doing 10 over and this dude behind me was just riding my ass and i was so pissed off that i decided to go as fast as the car next to me which was like 70 like the (laughs) speed limit the old box out maneuver i did that for like an hour Oh like, my gosh. I did not move. <laughs> that is spite. I refused. And I had my friend in the car with me and he was like, Drew, like, come on. Props. Like, please, Drew, stop. Like, you're going to get us killed. No, that's, like, that's no way. That's great. I am, and I have a new level of dude, respect for you. And, and when I finally decided that enough was enough, I got over. And you want to talk about being flicked off? Dude, it was like at least like 20 cars. Like every single car <laughs> flipped me off. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> Man, wow. okay. I would never do that again, ever. Like, but that was, okay, but that know. was, but that was passive. Yes. I never like got out of my car and like, okay. Or like, well, one time I, I screamed at this dude. He was one of these stupid, skinny hipster idiots that was like riding his bike in the street. And, um, you always go. You always have to like describe the person, and yeah. they have. It's for those important. listening, listen to the next couple episodes, and you're going to see a, a very common type <laughs> of person that angers Drew. But go yes. ahead. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I screamed out my window to him one time because um, he was like he wasn't even close to the sidewalk. He was just like in the middle of the road, and I'm very much in favor of sharing the road and stuff. Like I have a bike. Sometimes I'll ride in the road, but. This dude just really pissed me off, so I screamed at him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but that was it. I've yeah. Okay, mine was on forty Interstate forty, coming my way, and this I don't know what I did. I was completely oblivious to doing anything, and I got this woman so angry in a tow truck. She was driving a tow truck and she lost her mind. Her head was sticking out of the tow truck, yelling at the top of her lungs. And when I see that, I have a bad habit of wanting to egg them on. So I start making like kissy faces and licking my lips and looking at her and then like doing like the fake blowjob thing. And she went full psychotic, let down the tow, the thing that grabs onto cars. 
in the middle of the interstate going fast cuts in front of me and drags it sparks are flying no way and oh, she was wow. yelling get on get on and i was like oh so i i went around i pulled up next to her and i kept on making kissy faces and licking my lips and i was like beautiful car gorgeous and i just wanted to piss and she got so mad she was like a real white lady she turned dark like apple red Whoa. I saw blood in her. She could have definitely run me off the road. How did I it end? thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Dude, that's that is I think that is like badass. That was intense. Dude, it's like She could have definitely killed me. Yeah, she could have. But you took a situation That was that was the fun joke part. Oh. <laughs> I just think it's like a beautiful moment because like you took advantage of this bizarre insane situation yeah. and just like you leaned into it oh like, that's that that's all i do you know? i never instigate unless it's with friends i'll get under friend's skin and get them mad but when it's to a total stranger they don't know me so yeah. i'm just gonna treat them like everyone else but if they're mad at me <laughs> and they're total strangers i will i'm that i'm that guy that'll slow roll up to someone that clearly cut in front of me and I'll slowly pass them. And they'll just make eye contact and just nod. And then blow them little kissies. I mm. do that. Because it just makes them more mad. That's ballsy. <laughs> I love it. That is ballsy. I yeah, love it because... I, I can't it, do any of that stuff. I look them dead in the eyes. Mm. Yeah, see, I can't... Uh, I, I can't get into like an actual like conflict with a person. Like, I want one to. One on one. I you want know? to really bad. That's I respect that. <laughs> Something about like I want I want one day for someone to get out of their car. The whole like gun thing kind of makes me a little yeah, eh, we are iffy, iffy about it. But if we were in Canada, oh man, I get out of my car for every situation. <laughs> Cuz I'm like you're not going to shoot me, maybe stab me. But maybe we could have like a thing here. Maybe mm. maybe you could say something you regret. I laugh and then compliment you incessantly, and then you end up getting in your car feeling way worse. That's what I love. But I love I love poking. Mm. I like poking people that are just mad on the street, except for homeless people that are yelling about like why rectangles are coming out of the sky. Mm. Those people I don't poke. I leave them alone. Probably uh, for the best. I yeah, do yeah. not consider myself like an angry person, um, but I used to be. I used to lose my temper a lot. When I was a kid, I used to get into fights all the time. Um, but when I was like 13, I was just kind of a punk. And uh, I remember one time uh, I was at Hebrew school. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and uh, I had to give a presentation on Israel. And uh, I, it was like a, it was supposed to be like a 10-minute presentation. And I didn't prepare at all. And the day of the presentation, I went online, and this was like before Wiki or WikiLeaks, before Wikipedia, and like before fast internet. So okay. it took me like a long time, but I found like ten facts about Israel. And I was like, I got to stretch this out for like ten minutes. Like this is gonna be awful. classic, classic middle school style. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And so it was me and my friend Zach, and what we would do is like. Like, I would read a fact, and then I would just elaborate on it as much as I could, and then I would give Zach a high five, and then he would read a fact, and then elaborate on it as much as he could, and then he'd give me a high five. I don't know why we did that, but in the middle of the presentation, the teacher was like, oh, like, what are you guys, gay? Really? Are you you serious? serious? Yeah. And, like, the whole class started laughing, and so I was super embarrassed, 
and the teacher had this like short like bowl cut this is gonna get good and i said to the teacher i was like I don't know who you're calling gay with that lesbian haircut. Oh, oh <laughs> nice. Yeah. And I was like, oh, got her. Holy cow. Oh, it was yeah. a woman? That was a woman. Yeah. Oh, I, I imagined a guy teacher. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That would have been super funny, actually, if I said that to a guy teacher. Yeah, that would have been but great. Yeah, so. Um, well, she, yeah, I don't It was know. weird. That's really uncalled for. Why she say that? I don't know. <laughs> um, so, In Hebrew school? Hebrew school, yeah. And so. I, like so i was like vindicated i was like yeah told her and then like the next time i was there like a week later well hold on there was no action by her immediately no she just, she was just like sick burn and shut up pretty much that's pretty sweet it was weird she knows her place that's well, good like, i like this lady the way i did it I, I was like i don't know who you're calling gay with that lesbian haircut miss that was anyway good. so you know and i just like went right back into it oh, and just like Whoa. criminal yeah. but um that's good yeah but uh so what happened the next day the next day, as I'm walking in the class, she's like, what do you think of this lesbian haircut? And it was a picture of her in the hospital. Yeah. She had cancer. Nice. And her hair had just started to grow back. And that's why it was short. Oh. And I was like, so what if she had a beanie on? Would she be a hipster? Um, Absolutely, dude. Having, having hair is, or not having hair is the most hipster thing you can do. All right, cancer you know? patients. You heard it here first. <laughs> Drew hates cancer patients. Yes. Another thing that I just remember doing like did you guys ever go through that phase where you just wanted to watch the world burn no I don't think so no mm. well that's good <laughs> <laughs> like I just remember like I used to like doing things when I was younger just to like cause chaos like I remember um so you were like a little professor chaos <laughs> yes exactly um like I remember I, I would drive around with my friends and like I remember I saw all these signs for a garage sale, like in the neighborhood. And it all it was was just like garage sale and then like an arrow. And I went to every sign and I flipped the arrow the other way. <laughs> I was like 13. I was really just 13 was just like a, I was a pissed off kid. And I was like, yeah, like I just wanted to just, you know, just cause chaos, you know? Wow. And so... No. Like nobody, and I, I feel bad about it now. It's not like you know, um, I'm not proud of it, but like I'm, a, I'm you sound sure, a little proud, huh? You sound a little proud. Maybe it's because I'm on a podcast, and I feel I'm like just looking like, back though, that's like not a huge deal. No, you I should mean, embrace it. I didn't like, like a funny story. Yeah, I mean, like I didn't like fight strangers or like you know. Like, I think I think that that qualifies that story qualifies as an appropriate boys will be boys scenario i think mm. like just harmless pranks you know inconveniencing sure. someone nah. indirectly like i think you know i think that's fine i'm sure that those people were probably upset but you know hey sell your stuff on ebay <laughs> don't do garage sales yeah <laughs> or like i remember one time actually i don't want to tell that story <laughs> <laughs> all right on that note this is nothing to say with josh and drew and drew Thanks for listening.